Okay, y'all, before we get into this interview, I have to tell you what our friends at Target are up to. Through their Black Beyond Measure campaign, Target is celebrating and elevating Black success all year round. They had the HBCU design contest. Did y'all happen to catch the designs in stores last month? Oh, and you have to check out the Buy Black Product Hub. It is literally my favorite site to grab goodies for my home decor needs, especially candles. There are hundreds of Black-owned products on the site. So if you want to learn more about how Target continues to support Black entrepreneurs, students, and creatives, visit Target.com forward slash Black Beyond Measure. Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of Black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a Black marriage crisis. So I asked Black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. See, when I first, first met him, I didn't, I didn't even know who he was. And I totally did not, it did not click who he was. After we met later, I realized the first, the first time we met was on set. You came on a scene that I was shooting. I was the new hot guy. I didn't think you were that hot though. You did. You was like woolly beard. You know, I just didn't really pay attention that day. You didn't. didn't. Not that day. You were attractive, but I wasn't paying attention. How are you attractive, but I'm not paying attention? Well, because, okay. The truth comes out. No, 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 listen. I'm one of those weird people where I may notice somebody that's attractive, but I still won't talk to them. You get what I'm saying? Well, in my dating days, I wouldn't just date. You can just meet me on the street. I don't care how fine you were and, you know, try to holler because I'm rude. I was weird about new people. But you everybody can come to the house. After I get to know you, you anybody can come to the house. Okay. But, you know, the first time I meet you. All right, get back you know. to the story. Anyway, my point being, so I didn't know you that first time. It just clicked back after we met. You had heard about talking. me. No, I heard about him. That's what it was. So on the, so he, I guess he became part of the production that year. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember... Phaedra had said something and like, you seen that new cute, that new dude on the crew, Todd, he's cute, whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I've seen him before. You know, I was like, I don't know. So then we taped something else. And I guess you must have had a conversation with Don Juan. Yep. And Don Juan said, that's Todd, dude. He was really, really cool, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, which one is that? Because I didn't see him. And that was the second time somebody mentioned it to him to me so when we went to Africa that year um, on the housewives I guess he was part of the crew did not know him you know because this is a lot of us out there at the time but like on the second to the last day of the trip one of the producers that I was friends with she's like I know somebody who wants to take you out and I was like who she was like Todd and I was like who is this Todd dude like I keep hearing his name come up so I was determined that I was going to meet this Todd guy to see who he was. So, so you were coming to check me out. Well, no, I just wanted to see who you were because I, I had named your name had been mentioned. And apparently you had checked me out because you wanted to take me out. Whatever. Of course, I'm going to tell, tell my side in a minute. Keep okay, going. cool. Keep going. So that day 
come on set, you know, we going to do a scene and I see him and he says nothing to me. And I'm looking like, that's a player move. And my mom, I'm like, I thought she said this dude wanted to take me out. He didn't even say, hey, he didn't say nothing. He's looking, you know, I'm like, what's the deal? Like, so I'm like, okay, like, whatever. So the next day, apparently, which was the last day of the trip, was his birthday. August 4th. August 4th. So everybody's like, oh, we need to get Todd a card. You know, it's Todd's birthday, whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. Anyway. Let me take over. Yeah, you take over from there because then you got to tell what happened. Okay. So we had a scene where we went to the club. It was like Marlo, Nini, everybody. Remember Marlo was throwing the money around the club. Okay. And you were just cool. Candy was like real just chill. Like even going on a safari, they were coming out with high heels. Candy was just chill. Like it was just kind of humble, regular. She was like just chilling they were all negligees and evening gowns on a safari and i was like yo i really like homegirl she's real cool and so i told the producer which was a friend of mine i previously worked at bet with i was like yo i like Kenny. i think she's cool tell her i want to take out you I, said that that's what i told bianca yeah and that's what bianca told you that i want to take you out so then so why didn't you say anything to me when you saw me that day because it's like the man of mystery. You know what I mean? I was being cool. I like the Dos Equis guy. <laughs> you know Not I mean? the Dos Equis. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you was checking me out. So it's kind of like I reversed it on you. That's what you did. Yeah. Oh, you make now me, you checking me now out. Now you make me Now you're trying to figure, like, what's up with him? He ain't talking, like, so you're trying to figure me okay, out. Okay, it right. might have worked a little bit. I got you, okay. Mm-hmm. So then it was my birthday, and I hadn't spoken to her. And on that day, um, everybody was getting, like, massages and stuff like that. But they couldn't fit Candy into the schedule. And they was like, shit, I don't want to go tell Candy because she'd be tripping. (laughs) And it was like, Todd, you go tell her. And I was like, all right. So I went down to her room. I knocked on the door. She invited me in and I told her. And then we just started talking and talking and talking and talking. So then I was like, hey. Let's go have a drink. She was like, you don't know. I don't drink. And I was like, no, I drink. <laughs> but you can come with me while I have my drink. Yeah. So she was like, all right, cool. So we go up to the bar area. And when we go in, it's all these balloons for this surprise party. So we done messed up the surprise, but nobody's Nobody there. Nobody was there. So we closed the door. And pretend like we never saw it. <laughs> and went back to her room. And then they called and said, Todd needs to come to a meeting at that bar area. We was like, yeah, what? <laughs> It was funny. But the cast wasn't invited. It was just really the crew. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, let's surprise them. You come with me. So we go back to the bar area. I open the door and they're like, surprise. What's Candy doing with you? She kicked it with me the whole time. She sang happy birthday. We had a great time. And it was like, we have not left each other's side since then. Yep. That night, we talked the whole night. And I was about to go to sleep, honestly. You know how you talk so long, you're about to fall asleep. And he kissed me. And I wait, was... Wait, 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 you, you didn't paint the picture right. Like, oh, God. I was walking... Okay, you paint the picture. We talked a long time. Candy's not a big talker. No. But she talked She talked to me quite a bit, you know? Yeah. I like to talk. Yeah. And so I could tell she was like, okay. <laughs> like, she, she trying to keep up. I'm like, all right, it's time to go. So I head to the door. And then I just turned around and grabbed her. I just took me some sugars. 
I was like, come on, like, you know, if I'm gonna be the Dosakis guy, I gotta take the sugars. And you did. Yeah. But you know what? I was impressed because for whatever reason, a lot of guys, you know, are intimidated, were intimidated at, you know, back when I was single. And they tiptoe around me. You get what I'm saying? Not really know if I should do this or if I should. So for him to just take charge like that, I was like, well, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. And the kiss was good. So I was like, okay. So when we went back like home. Fireworks and stars and all kind of stuff, right? It was a good kiss. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we, when we came back to Atlanta, we started dating secretly. Because I was breaking all the rules. Yeah, typically if you're on a TV show, especially a reality show, and nobody is supposed to really have a relationship with anybody from the cast because they feel like they'll be giving us information about the other girls or different things, things that you're really not supposed to have, you know, be privy to to or whatever. So he wasn't breaking any rules or anything, but we was just enjoying each other's company. And we were just sneaking and dating. Sneaking, for a just while. sneaking. You know, they have that whole thing they call the fourth wall where you're supposed to, like, it's so stupid. You're on a reality show, but you're supposed to never speak of being on the reality show. You're supposed to never talk about the cameras. You're never supposed to talk about, like, look, I'm not talking to you in front of the camera about this. You can't say that. You can just say, I can't talk to you right now. You know what I mean? So, certain things that we really never were able to really discuss about how we got together even though they had to let everybody know that he worked on the cat but because of this whole fourth wall thing a lot of people don't really get any details about how we got together mm-hmm. because it was one of those things the crazy thing was and it was like that decision making time where Candy was like Candy did the realest. It was like the realest shit that I had with a female. She told me, she was like, hey, this is cool, but I'm not just trying to be messing with you for for a long time. (laughs) What are you going to do? Do you want to make this a real relationship or you want to just... And I don't really need no new friends. I was like, damn. (laughs) I was like, I ain't even been in Atlanta that long. Like, let let me run around for a minute. But she she made me make a decision, and I just respected that so much. Because most, a lot of women don't make guys make decisions. It's kind of like, I like him, I don't want to mess this up, and da-da-da. And she was just like, dude, what you going to do? Ooh, it was a lot, of, lot to it. Um, we were having to sneak around to date. That means that it was a lot of... You know, we couldn't go certain places. You know, we couldn't be out together. So it's just, you know, us being at the house, uh, which obviously becomes a big sexual thing, obviously. And then, and then it would be, you know, or we would go places that we felt like absolutely nobody would see us there. And then it would be all these crazy hours. I, you know, I had a daughter. Well, I still have a daughter, but I mean, I was a single mom at the time. And so I didn't want him spending the night in my house and her seeing him if we weren't going to be going anywhere with that relationship. So it was a lot of, I already don't sleep, but it was either I went to his house 
you know, if I had a babysitter. And I was there until like 5 a.m. And I would always have to rush back home and try to get there before she woke up. Or if he was at our at our house, he had to leave before she woke up. You get what I'm saying? So to me, I was jumping to through too many hoops for this. It's like, you got to make up your mind. Like, okay, if you want us to really be together, then this is worth all of these, all this sneaking, changing, doing all of this but, because it's going somewhere. But if this is not going anywhere, what am I doing all this for? Then it was a bigger decision to make. Oh, yeah. If we're going to be together, I had to give up my job. My homeboys was like, don't give up your job. Like, dude, I don't care who she is or what you think you're feeling. Do not give that job up. Like, you make good money. It's not. No, don't do it. Don't do it. But I think my whole life I've gotten where I've gotten because I took risks. So for me, when I saw the family quality in her, I, that was definitely a check. I was like, that's good. But when she asked me to pray with her, and she got on her knees, and I was like, damn, this chick is just doing all of the... I've never seen a chick do this before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we got on our knees and prayed, and I was like, okay, this is the one. This is the one. I was like, I'll take the chance. I thought I didn't get another job. It might have been tough because of what I did, so I didn't know how that would work if I might have been blackballed because he messes with the talent. But I just took the risk, and it, um, it worked. At least six months. Six months. Yes. Now, me, on the other hand, I'm a person that if I love you and I'm like with you all the way, in my mind, there's nothing that we cannot do together. So I'm always going to figure out a plan like we can get that. Like, even though he was definitely making good money. But in my mind, I'm like, we'll figure out how to make that. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Jump off this cliff. I'm telling you, we can get it. I, I got you. Like, let's do this. And even though anybody can say that. So I understood his dilemma. And uh, But in my, on my side of things, I already started, like, figuring out ways. Okay, well, we can do this. We can do that. Blah, 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 blah. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, if he can in his head see where he could do better than what he was doing before maybe he'll be willing to just say bye <laughs> but the tough part about jumping off that cliff when you meet somebody the first six months a lot of times isn't who they really are that is true too so it's like shit <laughs> it's like my homie's like shit do you really know her you sure you sure she ain't gonna be tripping after you done gave up your job that is true so it was it was tough. It was a lot of back and forth in my head, talking to my boys, my mama, you know. But I jumped off the cliff, and it really wasn't about finances, but we were able, like, we did an event that first year, right? When no, we, we, did a, did he, we did an event the first month after he quit his job. And I might have made damn near a quarter of what I made, like, for the full year. I made a quarter of my payoff for one event. And it didn't even take that much work. No but mind. it was just, to me, I was just trying to show him, if we put our minds together, like, there's no limit to what we can do. Like, just take the risk. Let's do this. Like, we're both intelligent people. 
You know what I mean? He has skills I don't have. I have skills that he doesn't have. We put those things together. Like, we gonna kill the game. And that's how... But I go into anything thinking that, like in my mind, like my mom used to always have me thinking like, oh, I just speak it into existence. It's happening. You know what I mean? So that's where my head was. And I was glad that that happened that way, that as soon as he decided, yo, okay, this is what we're going to do. And like I said before, because he's such a, you know, strategic person as far as like putting things together, scheduling this, this and that, like all of my all of this he was able to manage it to make it take something in and we took it to the next level in a fast way so that he realized that he felt comfortable about his decision and we were able to continue moving forward but the tough decisions didn't stop there though okay so it's what all else? right give up your job um now will you do reality tv with me oh yeah no, that was and i'm cool. like I didn't sign up for that too. I signed up for you. And now yeah. the crazy thing is I wasn't going to do this show. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that show. Mm-mm, no way. But my mom, my mom sat me down and she was like, if you're going to be with her, you knew she did this show. So why would you think you wouldn't have to be on it? And I was like, I didn't think about the show. I was only thinking about her. And I didn't really realize how big of a component, you know, as far as your boyfriend, husband, whatever, is to this show. So my mom was like, well, if you're going to be with her, you got to do the show. And that's why I did it. My mama told me to do it. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, and I know he didn't believe this at the time. With him taking the risk that he took, I was more than willing to take the risk as well. If they said, oh, you guys being together, you're not going to be able to be on the show anymore, I was going to be fine with that as well. Like, I was jumping off the bridge with you. But I wasn't stupid. I knew she... We ain't giving up that check. <laughs> I, I, I jump off the next cliff, too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I, I was more than willing. But, I mean, I'm glad that he decided to um, be open-minded and be on the show with me. And I'm le- I'm very happy that the network was willing to um, work with us still, even though we had broke all the rules. <laughs> and um, but it still was a rocky road from there because we had the family dynamic. I said, I love you first. She did. It was a moment of passion. And I was like, did I just say that? Why did I do that? Did I mean that? Because you know when it's good, you sometimes you say, I love you. And you're like... That ain't why you said it. No, I'm saying it's not why I said it, but you know you had to. Right, right, right. And normally I'm not the first one to say that, you know? So I was just like, damn, why did I say it? It's that man of mystery. He was like, I love it. And he didn't say it back. He didn't say it back, which was so funny. Because, like, this is, the thing is, you know, me and my friends, we laugh and talk about everything. So I remember... Um, calling one of my friends and be like girl I just played myself I told him I loved him and he didn't say it back but it's okay yeah no I didn't say it back no I had deep feelings but I just <laughs> no for real cause it's it, you know when you really like somebody and you you're trying to do it right it's kind of like you wanna 
choose those words at the right time. Like, and then when, remember when I told you, I told you at a random ass time. You did. You were getting in the car and I was like, I love you. But it, it was my time, you know what I mean? So I just didn't think in that moment, it wasn't the right time for me. It really wasn't because you shouldn't just tell people. No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't the right that, time. Yeah, yeah, during sex, that's yeah. not the right time. You might not even really meant it. Like, I mean, I did meant you, Did you really do it? I, I, well, obviously, I meant it. We're still together and I love you. <laughs> All right, y'all. We are going to take a little pause right here to talk about joy. And something small that brought me joy this week was my weekly Target run. I was able to shop Black-owned and founded brands and get everything I need to bring me a little joy. And we're not talking about just in February. Through their Black Beyond Measure campaign, Target is celebrating the Black community all year round. It's important to make sure that we all take a moment for joy. If you want to surround yourself with a little joy and help uplift and celebrate Black creatives and entrepreneurs, make sure to visit Target.com forward slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. When you take that type of um, jump, you're in it to win it at that point. Um, when did you get your first Six months in. Yeah, once we. Yeah, six months in. And my, it was probably right around this because it was like around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But the thing about my daughter is, it's so funny. She's. Um, she was one of those kids, and she still is. She's very opinion opinionated, and she's um, very intelligent and mature for her age. And I remember she had told me one time before me and I dated that um, she wanted to meet any guy that I dated before I got serious with them. And I was like, I don't know if that's a good idea, Riley, because... You know, you, you know, I shouldn't, you know, allow you to meet people if they're not going to be serious in my life or whatever. And she said, no. She was like, well, when you're at first, they're just your friend, right? I said, yeah. She said, well, I should be able to meet your friends. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know. She's like, well, look, she says, I don't want you to really fall in love with somebody before I know if I like them. Because if you love them, you may not want to dump them if I don't like them. And I thought about it. I was like, she's kind of right. So it's kind of weird. Everybody has a different opinion on how you should handle introducing people to your children. No, I don't think you should allow your kids to see them sleeping in your bed and spending a night and all of that stuff. But as far as, you know, let's say you guys are just out bowling or doing something that is just friendly, I don't think it's as big of a deal because if your kid, if if you see a person, they don't treat your kid right, you got to cut them off immediately. Some women get so caught up in their feelings for a man that they put that before their child, you know, and I don't think that's cool. So, you know, Riley um, met you. I don't remember our first time meeting you, but you seem pretty cool. No, I wasn't nervous. Um, Riley is, she's kind of a little bit like me. She's not into the new people thing, right? No new friends. Like, I already got friends. So she was a little standoffish, but 
she was cool. I mean, we used to do a little drawing stuff or whatever in the beginning. Um, but it's always weird to have a stepdad or a man in the house that's not your father or whatever. But um, like even now, we're still working on the relationship, you know. We hang out, you know, as a family, but I just think it's been, you know, just tough, you know. A new man in the house. Who is this dude? How long is he going to be here? Is he for real? <laughs> Does he really care? You know, so. Right. But it all worked out. It worked out. Yeah. It definitely did. I think the dog got her at first. Oh, I did. I bought her. Was that? Georgia. Her birthday? No, it was Christmas. Christmas. I bought her a bulldog that we still have. So she may have met him. She might have met you at five months. Mm -hmm. Because at six months is when you left the job Mm -hmm. shortly thereafter. Mama Joyce. Oh, gosh. Okay. My mom is very old school in a sense of... um, Wait, wait. You got to introduce your mom. Mom, Mama Joyce, a.k.a. one-third of the old lady gang. (laughs) I say gang, because they're a gang. Stop it. No, that shit was the worst. Are you talking about in the beginning? They ran me through the ring girl. Yes, they did. They did. I almost didn't know if you was going to make it. <laughs> Shit, I done jumped off two cliffs. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Shit. You handled it very well. My mother had ran off a couple of boyfriends in my past. So, for him to push past that and them to be in the place that they are now is amazing. But what I would say about my mom, my mom is very old school, where she feels like... The man should make more than the woman. And and she wants to know what you do for a living, but it has to be a job that she understands. So it's got to have like a, a 401k and good benefits and all that. You know what I mean? Because like, like say for instance, if you're self-employed or if like when you do production, television production, it's like um, you're self-employed. You make lots of money, you know, on this television show, and then you may not work this month, and then you go to another television show and make good money or whatever. But old school, they don't understand that. They don't get that. They want to know it's like a check coming every week. And, and my mama, wanna, she likes to be able to sum up with what you get. You get what I mean? Because in her mind, everybody wants to get in my pocket. She thinks that's friends, that's, you know, boyfriend, that's whoever. Anybody new, she's like, I'm down. She don't want anybody to be close to me in a way that I'm going to do anything for them in any kind of way. So, with that being said, Todd did TV. She's already like, And then when he quit the show, she's really like, <clears throat> you know what I mean? And it's just like, she just, you know, just, it just became this whole, she felt like he was trying to use me without even ever trying to get to know him. For me, I understood it. I'm from New York. They think everybody from New York is a slick talker. Da, 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 da. He's slick. He's this. Um, I was new to Atlanta. I didn't really know anybody in Atlanta. 
And the thing is, Atlanta's so small, I guess everybody knows everybody. So you can kind of ask around to figure out who somebody is. But she can't do that with me because I wasn't from here. So I got it. I got it. Like, who's this new dude? Then swept my daughter off her feet. I swept you off your feet. Yeah, I swept her off her feet. So I swept her off her feet, and she's like, got these googly eyes and ready to just be with me for the rest of her life. So her mom didn't <laughs> get it. And but she couldn't figure out who I was. So for me, I got that, but it was just the way she went about it. It was just like certain times it was super disrespectful. But for me, my mom raised me by herself and I just knew that there's levels of respect that I always have to give no matter what. She's somebody's mama and I'm always gonna respect her. But but I won her over. You know, once she understood who I was, what I was about, and what, you know, what my intentions were for her daughter and our family, it's kind of like, you know. I have to say this. I think after we got married, I think she just like no. Well, it's not like he's going anywhere. So let me go ahead and give him a chance. <laughs> if you see our wedding pictures, your mama, your mama messed that wedding pictures up. She on it like this. I'm like, for real. In the picture. In the picture. At the wedding. Well, we turned out. We, we That's how she was looking at him. We ain't pay her no mind that day. <laughs> that day, it was like, all right, go in front of you. Well, we turn it up over here. Oh, we had the best wedding ever yeah, in life. Oof. Well, um, I didn't have any expectations because I never really had a good um, example of marriage growing up. Um, both my parents had been married multiple times. And, yeah, I just always thought I would be single. And I was fine with it. I, you know, there were times where I was like, oh, you know, it would be nice to have somebody to raise my daughter with. But when my daughter started getting older, it was just kind of like, I'm probably not getting married. (laughs) I don't know. I think when you already have a kid, it's not as urgent to feel like you have to be married because you know it's supposed to be first come love then come marriage then come the baby in the baby carriage but you know I already had the baby in my 20s and uh, yeah so I was just like well if it happens one day it happens and if I get married I'm only getting married one time that's it like I'm not gonna be like my parents trying it again and again and again it's going to happen one time. So we going to have to give it all we got. <laughs> I'm silly. So no expectations? What I were your expectations? I guess I just felt like this ride is official now. Because it never really changed. No. You know what I mean? It was kind of like we just put the rings on. We had a dope party. We put some rings on, and all right, you ready to go back to life? So well, it never really changed. So, but my it expectation, did change for a second. It did. It got bad in our first couple months because you. Okay, when we got married, Todd had got his first show that his company uh, was producing for a network. 
So he had to leave immediately the day after our wedding to go to L.A. to produce this show. We did not have a honeymoon. And mind you, we did have a lot of trauma leading into our marriage because of we had a prenup situation and we were bumping heads on that. I saw the prenup on TV. Who does that? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so it was, it was, but no, that was the reality of reality of our life at that time. Yes. And um, prenups make things very bad for couples because you have to think, even though you're supposed to be at a moment in your life where you're so in love and you're thinking about only being in love, but you also have to think about what happens if we're not in love. Okay. So you have to put yourself in that mindset. And then people take things personally because they're like, but I thought you loved me. And I'm like, well, yeah, I love you with all my heart, but this is only if we don't love each other anymore. And so it got it to be like this big, um, a lot of tears and anger and whatever, uh, which we worked out. And then we had the wedding of a lifetime, but then he left and went to L.A. And I had to be here. I can't remember what I was doing at that moment, but it wasn't like we could just up and move to L.A. So I would go visit. Yes. But he was in L.A. for how many months doing that show? About four months doing that show where I was only seeing him every couple weeks we we would we wouldn't go in more than two weeks right. without seeing each other but it was a I had hard to go, I had to go make some money you know how to show up mama I ain't no slouch <laughs> yes which he felt like he had that pressure of proving a point to my mom which it wasn't just about proving a point he was doing some amazing things in his own career which is awesome and I was totally supportive but you know that whole long distance thing that was weird because we were together almost every single day up until the day after our wedding and then you start feeling like well what's he doing out there in LA (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I mean I would feel I trusted you yeah of course you trusted me but I felt a certain kind of way because I know he likes to hang out and go out and he likes to drink and, you know, I'm not a drinker. So to me, I look at people who drink and party, I'd be like, what y'all doing when y'all getting drunk? You know, what are y'all doing? You know, and... It's always the sober one. No, but <laughs> I do feel like that. And he, his best friend lives in L.A. So they hanging out every day after work. And so I was like, what are you doing? He, you know, his friends coming to his apartment because, you know, they have apartments when they live in, a, you know, whatever. To have cookouts and parties and pool parties. I'm like, I why pool. don't they have a pool party at their house? You know what I mean? And, you know, it's in that, a cool complex. They had a pool, barbecue set up. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> My whole thing is you're married now. And it's that whole thing of you still have single friends who like to kick it and have fun. But, you know, it was just for me. I was feeling a certain type of way in those first few months. He came back home and then we were able to reestablish our trust and bond, I guess. Right? 
I trusted you. I was cool. I came back. He I'm was like, fine. He babe, it was me. It was me. <laughs> yeah, she was. And I get it because you're not with me for. That was a long time. Yes. Four months was a long time. Yes. And then I think she felt like he's having fun. He's enjoying being away from me. But yes. LA was my. That was like my home. I went to high school there. I grew up there. So I have friends and family. Uh-huh. So now I'm getting to see family that I, you know. But you know where my mind's going. It's like, what friends? Who are these friends? When, when she met me, I used to go out all the time. <sighs> I go out. Seven days. I go at least five. Yeah, six. and he used to drink like a college student, and I was like, "Dude, you're a grown ass man. Like, are you not supposed to get drunk until you can't walk anymore? We don't do up, that." <laughs> the person who real who thinks somebody's drunk is the sober person. They're always like, "No, you're no, drunk. no, 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 you were drunk though." All right, like chill, like have a drink, and we we'll both be drunk. Everybody else is drunk, <laughs> but it's always the sober person that's like, "All oh, y'all drunk? Stop drink." No, 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 no. But I used to go out a lot. Yes, you did. I used to go out a lot. And I would go to some of the craziest places. You know, I, I guess just being being from an inner city, like, I like to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. It could be the rooftop party at the W. It could be some hood, hood, hood party. So, yeah, well, I like to go out sometimes, too. Don't get me wrong. And that was the cool thing about our relationship is that we would go out together. Mm-hmm. But it's just... He likes to go out excessively. And I'm like, I got time. See, after the party, I want to go to the after hours. She want to go. She want to go home before the party even gets popping. No, because it's like, you don't want to be the last one in the club, you know, waiting to everybody leave. Like, no. Like, to me, that feels like we're pressed. We're not pressed. You got to see where everybody's going next. No. So that used to aggravate me a little bit. But, you know, I mean, we, we would hang out together. You know, go out together, yeah. kick it, have fun together. But, but I've slowed down. He has quite a bit slowed like, oh, down a whole lot. Whole lot. I had two incidents in Atlanta. I was fortunate that nothing happened, but two times um, somebody tried to rob me. And back to back, and back within back. a like a two month span. Yeah. Wasn't even that long, was it? Yeah, it was, it was back to back. At gunpoint. And it was coming out of a club and the other one, somebody tried to follow me home. So, you know, and I get it. I think this celebrity thing wasn't my thing. I was used to just being Todd, going wherever, doing whatever. And it kind of just showed me the real reality that you're kind of a celebrity. People recognize you and you can't just go wherever and park your car and walk down the street. You have to valet, make sure your car is outside before you come out, get in the car, go where you're going. You know, it's, and it's, it's a, it's tough, you know, it's like, cause you just want to be a regular everyday dude. And, and then having my son. So it was kind of like, I got to get home to my son every night. And I can't let going out and having a good time and jeopardizing, you know, my family for a good time. Cause some knuckles, knuckleheads wanna try to get me, baby. Try to get me. Mm-hmm. But I'm still here with you. Yeah. She was crying. I was very upset. Yeah, but, but it slowed me down. It happened for a reason. Definitely. But I still be going out though. <laughs> once in a while. Once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. I, you know, I'm not one of those um, wives that trip about. Oh, you going out? 
But my thing is, like, okay, you got to be respectful about it. You know what I mean? To In the sense of, Wait, like... time out. She turns up. We go to strip club together. Yeah. We go to strip club. We throw some money. Yeah. I never said I didn't go out. Didn't I just say... I said I go out. I said, but it's like, they go out, and then they come... If I'm not out with you... I don't think you don't that we hours of the morning. That was over when we got married, buddy. No, you need to beat that son home. Right. <laughs> you got to beat it. Right. <laughs> yeah, get here. But um, way before that. But like in our first year of marriage, I think that's when we kind of like figured out the balance of that whole party animal syndrome. I trip less and you go out less. Yeah, but I didn't do it like I'm not going to go out because she tripped. It was kind of just like a conscious thing that I was like, all right, dude, chill out. You know, you were here and there, you know. Well, no, and we you also... did pull back because I got pissed off one time. And you was like, okay, oh, yeah, let me get my life right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so crazy. <laughs> We don't really have those big arguments. Well, it's like so far and few that I don't remember. Like, we do not We argue because we don't argue about nothing. Well, though, you had me on 10 that one time. I know. That one time at band camp? No. I want to hear about 10. Well, we don't really go into 10 because 10 was real disrespectful. And we acknowledge, he's acknowledged that it was very disrespectful. And I just, um, yeah, I don't really go into 10. <laughs> uh, 10 was me being extremely angry, me cousin and pleasant at him, which I don't normally do. I'm not a real, like, I don't like to argue, right? Yeah, we don't argue ever, which is weird. We don't really argue. Well, he likes it. I don't know. He's more of a talk. He wants to talk and force the talk. You know, me. So we can move on. Me, I'm more of a, you know, I'm say what I have to say. And then if you force me to keep talking, then sometimes I just explode. But that's rare. But yeah, we had our one moment where he really, really pissed me off. And after that, I think we just came to a great understanding of where our boundaries are. Okay? You got me in you got me in line, babe. Got me in line. <laughs> Whip me in the shape. <laughs> Whip me in the shape, babe. Sometimes we need that. You know, sometimes we need that. You know, you gotta know there are boundaries, you know what I mean? We gotta respect that one. Sometimes, you know. Just like I might check her on something. Yeah. Oh, I checked her cold one time. Remember when you was having that conversation a little too long with that dude? Yeah. We just went out, couples. We kicking it. It wasn't even like that, though. It wasn't. She talking to this dude for a minute. I went in between. I, I was knew like, the guy. Ah, so, it wasn't no big deal. But even the guys who were in the cu- the couples that was with us, like, yeah, that was a little too long. I knew him, though. 
and, and, and we started talking about music and different things. And Nobody got time for that. We don't know. I wasn't, I was I didn't think it was a I triple was, double date. Like, you know, a couple other couples. We went to a concert. We had a little lounge. All right. That's enough conversation. Exchange numbers. I'm not tripping. But tonight, you're going to be over here with us. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't realize I was being disrespectful at the time, but I guess it was a little disrespectful. But those are those boundaries. Those are those things that you didn't recognize it. Someone brings it to your attention and you fix it. Like, I genuinely don't want to hurt her or disrespect her or disappoint her. So when we have these conversations, I'm going to do my best to curb whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, it was tough with the going out thing for a minute, but eventually I was able to get it down, you know? But I think that's what happens when you want to be with somebody and you love them and you want what's best for them. You try. And I think they see the effort and maybe it doesn't happen right in that moment, but at least if they see the effort from your actions, they know, okay, he's working on it. So, And, and let's be clear, because I don't want people to get this picture of, I don't want him to go out. Because I know it's like a lot of women out there that's like, oh, he can't go here with me. He doesn't need to go to the strip club or he doesn't need to go. I'm definitely not that girl. Like, yeah, I'm not. fine with him going out. But like I said, when we first, um, earlier in our relationship, he used to like to hang out like a college student. And it's like, to me, it's like, we can't I hang out got, every day. I just got into and Atlanta. Like, I'm just saying, you can't just hang out every day. You, can, you don't always, you hey. don't always have to go to let the me, after hours club after the first club closes. It's like, come on. You know like, what a friend of mine told me? Let's find some balance. And that's just where Let I'm me at. tell you what a friend of mine told me. What they say? Female. <laughs> she was like, her and her guy, they had come down to Atlanta. She was like, she let him go run for six months mm-hmm. to get it out of his system. Because she knew what Atlanta was. As far as the party, in Atlanta, there's something to do every it is. night. It and is. it's something different. And it's something that's more fun than last night. Right. Well, it ain't. It's fun now. We have, a lot, we have a lot time, of but, things. Yeah. But if you came to Atlanta fresh, it's kind of like, you want to kind of kick it. You want to go see what's going on because there's so much going on. And mm-hmm. I think that's just where I was. It was just like, wow, this is crazy, you know? And being from a big city was like, I just needed to be out and be around people. Like, because I was so used to that. Because mm-hmm. remember, I used to come to your house. It was so quiet. No cars, no beeping horns. I'm like, this shit is killing me. I'm about to go crazy. Yes. Because you, because when I first lived out here, when I first came, I was living in the city. Like, doorman building, people, Starbucks downstairs. So it kind of kept me in that city, city life. City life. I knew I wanted to have another baby if I was to ever get married. You know, I, you know, I thought I, I would have thought it would have happened a long time ago, but it didn't. So I started getting accustomed to the idea that Riley may have been an only child, and I was okay with that. Well, your mom used to bring it up all the time before she yeah, passed. Yeah, my mom, she was like, she wanted another grandkid. At first, I was, I think I was a little like, I'm not sure, I'm trying to figure a lot of things out. But once we got on the same page with it, Ace was playing. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. It's so weird, you know, a lot of people don't get to plan their kids. I'm like, 
usually just have a kid. Like, we're having a kid? Okay, I guess, you know. But we really planned, <laughs> planned Ace all the way out. And it was kind of cool, you know what I mean? Just like being from the Bronx, da, 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 you know, you don't really see family structure. You don't see somebody say, no, we're having a kid next year. It's kind of like, you have a kid, huh? Oh, okay, I ain't making enough money yet. You know, it's like, but we were able to plan it and it was, it was dope. It was, it was the coolest thing. Ace is everything to everybody in our household, not just Todd and I, to the girls, Kayla and Riley, and our daughters. He kind of brought everybody even closer. Yeah. Well, we had to work to get Ace. It's We didn't have any kids before marriage, but it wasn't like we were doing anything to stop it. Okay, so we... And my sperm count is high. There you go. Um, we had problems. Well, we didn't know we was having problems getting pregnant. And we waited till after marriage to figure out, like, okay, why haven't it just happened yet, you know? So then we realized we were having issues getting pregnant. So we did IVF. Um, she thought it was me, though. Well, I, because I, I had ever had a baby before, I was thinking, well, shoot, I'm Shit, I had a baby, fine. too. I got a daughter. Yeah, well, yeah. I had my first. Exactly, which means I had mine later, which means, you know, I'm thinking it was you. But <laughs> apparently, you know, um, it was me, I guess. And I and I was just kind of shocked, you know, that we were having issues getting pregnant. So we wanted him so bad, you know. And when he got here, it's just every Ace is just everything. And he's... Yeah. All that we could have ever dreamed of as far as a little baby boy. And he's just a blessing. And, you know, we figured out how to make it work because obviously we're, we could just take him with us or we have a friend that helps us watch him, you know, when we need somebody to watch him. And it just works. Yeah. We don't have regular jobs. You know, we, we have a restaurant now. We take him with us to the restaurant and... He is Mr. Personality. He likes to hang out and be out all day. Like his daddy. Yeah, he's just like his daddy in that sense. So it's like, um, Ace is our little blessing. He was six months old. We had to go out of town, and I already felt bad because the first, um, we, t- we took him. We took him everywhere. At first, we took him everywhere. He was only, he wasn't even a, barely a month old before he took his first trip. But at six months, I forgot where we went. What did we do? Mm-hmm. Or was it for my birth? Was he five months? Was it on my birth? No, it was six months because we took him for, for my birthday in May that time. We took him to Miami, Bahamas. I don't remember. I don't know. We went somewhere. And my friend watched him. Now, mind you, before that, he was sleeping in the bed with us. And I was still um, breastfeeding, you know, supplementing. So, so we go out of town. And I was wondering, I was like, okay, how did he sleep? You know, whatever. She was like, oh, he was fine. He, he woke up about um, 8.30. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, how many times did you have to wake up? And she was like, no, he slept through. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean he slept through? Because when he was sleeping with us, he was waking up throughout the night, one feet a little bit, and, then go, and I was exhausted every day. So I was like, what? How is that possible? But what I realized, when he slept in his own bed, he didn't have us there 
to wake up and decide he wanted to have something to do. So he slept just fine in his own bed, which it turned out being a perfect situation that we left him home that weekend. What did I learn about myself? What did you learn? What have I learned about myself? You go first on this one. What did I learn about myself? Mm -hmm. Being married to you? Mm -hmm. That I'm very patient. Very kind. Oh, wait, you're not. You're kind to me. You're not kind to other people. It's about you. Tired of the asshole. I'm very giving. (laughs) 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 I'm very giving. I'm very generous. Um, My thing is, I like, I really enjoy seeing her happy. And we don't have a lot of time to do what we may want to do. But when I have those opportunities, I like to go all out and show her. It's not about money or financial. I bought you a car or nothing like that. But it's like, you know, for her birthday, I took her to Cuba. Um, And we did like some amazing things out there. And it was just, we learned some stuff together. We experienced some different things. So it was just like those life moments. I want to have great life moments with her. And I want to be the first of a lot of things with her. So Todd is the best at life moments. The best. He does the best gifts and the best thoughtful put together trips and all that other kind of stuff. Like he's not just, oh, let's go on a trip. He's going to have it all planned. We got events. We have tour guides. <laughs> you know, like he thinks it through. Because a lot of times you go places and you're like, we'll figure it out. And you don't experience half of what the place has to offer. Because you either you can get caught up at the hotel or you lay by the pool too long. But if it's set up, you got to go. And then you're like, oh, wow, that museum was dope. Or learning about the architecture was cool. Or walking through the different neighborhoods and understanding the history is kind of cool. A lot of times we just go places and turn up. We gonna turn up after we do that, but you know, but it's still those moments. Like when we went to, what was it? Was it London where we put the lock and all that? Mm-hmm. That was Paris. With That's the Paris. Lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we went to London. You know, we just, I don't know. Amsterdam was dope. Yeah. I don't smoke weed, but I smoke some in Amsterdam. Yeah. You know, but it was. It's just those moments, and then we just met a random producer dude, and we went to a Migos concert. We just yes. doing stuff. It's like those. That's when it's the best. When it's like we're not celebrities. We're just regular people having a good time, like everybody else. And we're just gonna do whatever we want to do. Yeah. Um. Well, Todd has helped me step outside my comfort zone because, like, I was typically only a person who, like. I'm kind of a homebody if I'm not working. You know what I mean? If I work, if I go to another city, I go do my job, I go to my hotel. I don't really do anything, go places, meet people. I'm not good at keeping in touch with folks. Like, I'm just more like the people that I know and that I'm friends with. Like, I'm with them. But when it comes to meeting new people and going out like that, like, that's not really me. So you have definitely taken me out of my comfort zone to say, hey, let's do this. Let's go this place. And when we get to the city, how about we walk 
and go see some things. Let's go try this new place or whatever, whatever, which I found that I actually enjoy doing that. But I wasn't doing those things before. At that time, we went to Chicago. When I first met her, she was like, oh, I got to do this event in Chicago. You want to come? I was like, yeah. You're in Chicago? She want to chill in the room? I'm like, dude, I'm about to walk down Lakeshore Drive, whatever the street was. I'm like, you coming? She came. We had a good time. But she will sit in there, order some room service, get a movie, and... And go to her event, come back, do that again, and then get on the plane. I'm like, dude. That's like the highlight of my, my day half the time because I don't get a lot of chances to just relax. But um, in doing that, you don't really get to experience a lot of the cities that you've been to. Like, I've been so many places around the world that I didn't even experience it. Like, you know, I didn't even see anything but the inside of whatever studio I was supposed to be in or whatever I was doing business wise but he actually you know opens my mind to want to enjoy things and make a moment of it you know um the other thing that I've learned about myself that I kind of knew before going to marriage like I always said that even though I didn't know if I would ever get married I always said I would love to have a teammate in life. And um, I realized that it was the best thing for me. Because just like that, um, what's that Neo and Fabulous song when he says, um, I'm a, um, good, all by myself. good all by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. I definitely feel that way with Todd, you know? No, I definitely do. I definitely do. Um, he pushes me in a way that I i don't know. I wasn't pushed before, I guess. And um, it's just, it's just I'm, I'm different. I do feel like I'm a better person. Definitely. High five. High five. <laughs> this is so funny. Okay. I told you I was brought up by an old school mom. So even though I like to think of myself as the new age woman, you know, I'm still old school in a lot of ways. So Todd actually still does pay the bills. I mean, I mean, he puts the money in the account, basically. (laughs) I, I do the online banking or whatever, but he pays the bills and meaning uh, because people would look at me and they're like, well, you make more money than him or whatever. But I always said that entertainment life is up and down, right? Yeah, I can afford to get us the best cars. I can afford to get us, you know, help pay off this house. But what if things are down? I want to make sure that all our monthly bills and everything that we do is just a family, regular day-to-day stuff. I want to know that my man has my back. So if all my things fell apart, he still could take care of us. You get what I'm saying? And I know that sounds stupid to some people or whatever, but it is, to me, it is what it is. So, yes, all of our household living, he has to take care of that. You know, yeah, when we want to go and um, splurge on something crazy, yeah, I will 
do that because I mean, yeah, I know I'm well for the moment I'm making more like we now we've done business ventures together that are like making crazy money together. So it's like it's half a dozen of the other. But going into it, going into the marriage, I'm not talking about necessarily what we are now, but going into the marriage because I knew I made way more than him. I still wanted him to pay our household living expenses. And that's anything having to do with the kids, the house, whatever. That's him. So when I say he takes care of me, he does take care of me. Even though people feel like, oh, she's probably taking care of him. No, he does. (laughs) And, but, you know, we have so much more outside of this home. Like when we come together on different things that we want to do, no, my husband doesn't have to feel like, oh, I'm not going to have his back if, you know, if, if he wants to invest in a movie. Like, we want a movie, and if he wants to do that, we're doing that. Like, we're going to get that money, and we're going to do that. I don't care if he has it. I got him. You know, that's just what it is. But I know if, if everything falls apart tomorrow, he has me. You know what I mean? And that's the way I look at it. But the other uh, ex- expectations... Because I know I said that first because I know so many people wonder how we um, handle things financially. So we're not it's, we're not secretive. We don't care. Mm-hmm. So I just put that out there. That's how we do it. But when it comes to other things in the house, he's very much so the man and feels like everybody has to cater to him. I'm a Leo. So, yes, and he's a Leo. So everybody has to cater to him. He does not clean up. He does not do um, anything. I do expect him to take out the trash, but sometimes he doesn't want to do that. Um, That's what Ace to do. I get mad at him. Things I get mad about is I feel like a man needs to always make sure there's gas in the car. Back when I was just dating, if I pulled up to a gas station and you didn't get out the car to put gas in my car, I wouldn't call you no more. Like, that's how strongly I feel about that. I feel like a man should never want his woman. I remember that. So we was dating. I was like, damn, why she always need gas? You're going to drive all the damn gas out to come see me. I felt like I was putting gas in your car damn near every day. Hey, you you live far. I live far. I lived in the city. I live far. And if I had to come see you, then you need to make sure it's gas in my car. It's an old school thing. Maybe it's a southern Atlanta lady She gets mad at me. But he does it. Oh, it boils my blood. Tama, Tama. If I get in the car Tama. and there's no gas in the car, but I'm like, but Tama, how many cars do we have? Get in another car. No, you're, you're blessed to get in another no, car that no, got no. gas and no, be like, dude, no, no, can you but hit that you will gas? run the car out of this gas, and then you'll <laughs> jump in that car, run the gas out of that car, and then you know, when I'm riding with Ace, it's only so many cars we're riding. We they're gonna ride in, you know, the family size cars, you know what I mean. And if you know that the gas is low, you should have taken it to fill it up. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, and I get irritated if he he wants me to call. I just start calling the car wash dude because he won't take the car to get it washed. Like to me, that's some Southern Atlanta thing. People care about their cars in Atlanta. The old school cars. That they, like you want to see them clean. You want, He'll let me ride around in a dirty car. The dude comes to the house. Call the guy. No, you should call the guy. I do. Though. He don't return the call. I'm like, Nah, dude. you got to text him though. Oh, see, that's what I was. No, see, my thing is simple things. I 
I'm a very, I like the simple things. And see, this is just have the guy on it. Every week thing, come clean. The well, glass. you need to talk to him about that. Right. And you need to arrange that and, and yeah, do that. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So those are my pet peeves, which pet he peeves. constantly does it because he doesn't think it's a big deal. And see, and that's the thing I, uh, that like I'm one of those people, like some huge catastrophe, catastrophe could happen. And I'll be, I'm cool. I'm calm. I'm like, oh, it's cool. It's going to be all right. I don't get super mad about it. People are like, why aren't you mad? Because stuff like that, a person knows never to do that again. Because they feel like they never want to upset you in that way. And it's so big and they don't want to feel crazy. But if it's something small, they keep doing it again and again and again. Because they think it's no big deal. And they feel like, oh, she'll get over it. Those are the things that boil my blood. Where's the remote in the living room? Why is it in I, the bedroom? Yes. Re- remote control. It's not labeled. <laughs> I need labels. And I want, if, if you bring the kitchen remote control into my bedroom, it drives me insane. Even our cordless phones have labels on them. The master bedroom one needs to stay in the master bedroom. Why is it in the kitchen? You know, I hate stuff like that. It's so stupid. I know. Yeah, the marriage thing didn't come to the prayer thing and her telling me to make a decision. I was like, oh, I like that <laughs> shit. That shit is hot. Well, let's Who be she clear. thinks she is? Well, I mean, come on. I didn't have time to be playing games with you. Yeah. He was like, okay, you know how they say somebody, nobody is single. Like, he was single, but he was dating people. And he's, he used to be one of those dudes who would make people feel like they was in a relationship even though they weren't. Yeah, you know? I like I like to. And I ain't I like gonna to lie, play, I used to do that to I people I like to play boyfriend-girlfriend. That's my shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I take you on a good date. I go woo you. Yeah. But we ain't together, though. Time out. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I used to do that, too, to some people. There were people in my past that, like, I, I would hang out with them every day. Let them take me out to dinner, chill, kick it. And then, like, you know, we ain't no, this is not a relationship. Okay, just so you know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the thing with him, we did enjoy each other's time. He was intelligent. Um, I was. Well, you still are intelligent, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, I just love his whole little person, his personality and his cool, laid back. And I, well, I enjoyed, I, you know what? I didn't get tired of talking to him. I'm not like really a person like, like a, was a talker or whatever, like, but I could talk to him all day. So that's how I knew he's somebody that I could be with. Because in the past, I would get tired of people. Like, you know, he's like, oh, you cool, whatever, whatever. I enjoy it. But then after a while, I was like, oh, I'm a damn nurse. You know what I mean? You know, and they didn't, didn't, they didn't hold my interest. That's a good way to say it. I could be kind of like a dude sometimes when it came to dating back then, probably. You know, but, you know, with him, because I thought he was a cool guy and all those good things. But you know when I questioned him? I just didn't want to be like, okay, I'm remember not going to around. Up, remember that time you showed up to my house? Because we were on the phone and you didn't sound like you were going anywhere. But we hadn't made no plans and she just came on over. And I was like, uh, I'm listen, going out. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I, I just didn't he think didn't... she expected the shit I would say out my mouth to her. Like, are you going out? 
Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't invite you over here. I was going out. No, but she that was, like, you didn't even mention it, though. What happened was, <laughs> I was coming from somewhere, and I was on a long drive. He lived in the city. I was going to pass his house anyway, so we talk and talk, 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 talk. So I'm like, okay, well, shit, I'm just going to surprise him. You know, just like, hey, I'm here. You know what I mean? So I pull up, and he's like, oh, well, what you doing here? Like, I'm like, what do you mean what I'm doing? I'm, we've been talking. Like, what you doing? Like, you don't want to hang out? He was like, oh, I was about to go somewhere. I was like, oh, oh, okay, cool. See you later. And I went out too. I was like, but it was funny because like, I didn't have any expectations of him. I knew he was dating other people at that moment. I was kicking it. I was having fun. I wasn't dating, dating anybody else. But, you know, I mean, I wasn't offended, put it that way. When he said he had somewhere to go, I just thought it was funny because I'm like, typically, if I said, um, oh, I'm here, people, well, guys that I dated in my past, they were excited that I was there, that I was there. You know what I mean? So for him to be like, oh, I had somewhere to go, I was like, Hey. You got somewhere to go. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> cool. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? But I think the bigger part in this relationship and how it's kind of formed is that she listens. Not at first, maybe. She, <laughs> but she, she eventually listens. So even though she well, has, it makes sense. If she has, even though she has more money, she knows, and I guess that's where the man thing comes in, that I'm gonna guide this family in the right direction. So whether when we 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 opened up a restaurant. So for me, I'm like, we're not about to pay rent to anybody for 10 years, spend a million dollars, and then they go up on the rent. So we bought the property. There's two other units that we lease out. And we make good money off that, but we make good decisions. And I think that's my biggest role, is to be here to make sure we're making good decisions. Whether she has more money, what that that shit don't matter. You can have a lot of money, that should be going tomorrow if you're not making good decisions. So, I mean, I think you make good decisions for the most part, but you just made some decisions that ain't so good sometimes. Which one? But I still support them. I made a bad one? Okay. Let me hear this one. I know I ain't made no bad one. Okay, let's be clear. When it comes to finances, you know, I've always been a person that's like all about, okay, let me put money here, put money there. But, you know, I feel like when you get into marriage, it can't always be about what you want to do. So I have to support some of his, his choices. He made a great choice in saying, okay, let's do this restaurant, right? Let's get this building. Cool. Great choice. The people he chose to do the work, not great choice. Time out. <laughs> oh, my God. Who- who referred me to those people? Dude, it's still, you still, you interviewed them, you talked. Okay, so this is how we do, because hey. we learned one time, we have to stay in our own lanes. When we did that play, mm-hmm. we learned we had to stay in our own lanes because um, when he starts trying to tell me what to do, and I feel like I know what I'm talking about, and I start trying to tell him what to do when he says he knows what he's talking about, then it goes crazy. <laughs> And so, yeah, because that was a real hard project to do. Which one? When we first did the play the first time. Right. Right. Okay. So I learned a lot from that experience that 
if he brings an idea to the table, I try to take allow him to take the lead on most things, unless I just absolutely cannot take it. You get what I'm saying? So it's restaurant. I was like, great idea. Building choice. Okay, great idea. He's an he's a master negotiator. But with that, sometimes he chooses people because their fee is so low. No, that's not true. Remember, tell on, let's look this thing back. I treated it like a production. You know, that's my my motto. I treat everything like a production. So I got three quotes on the build out. I did, right? We saw three. We were referred. This is what all, all three of these people were referred to us by people that we respect. I got you. I got you. How did I know and, he was gonna? And yeah, I feel you. But it, I'm just using that as one example. You've done this on other things because see, Todd can have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations of sometimes of some people. And no, no. Listen, hold on. I have the expectations you said that with some of, of our. What? You tell do on, that with on. some of our employees. Tell me, tell me. Go ahead. I have the expectations of what they say they can deliver. If you tell me this is what you mm. do, no, that's not mm. true. Let me say something, babe. Let me say something. Okay. Somebody will tell him, like, he'll say, hey, what do you think we can do about this? Da, da, da. And they'll be like, oh, okay, well, I think that I could do it, you know, for this much and blah, 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 blah. And he'll be like, hmm. Yeah, you know. I really feel like it could be done for this much. And I feel like you could do it and you can make this happen. Da, 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 da. People don't, for whatever reason, they don't want to tell him no. They don't want to disappoint him. He tells them what he thinks they need to be doing it. And for how, I don't know how he manages that. And then they give him this unrealistic, and this is not just with their fees or anything, just in what they can do. I'm like, Todd, I don't know. That's a lot to expect from this person. That No, no. They said they can do it. No, because you told them that's what they could do. And they just didn't want to tell you no. See, I would and tell so you no, I can't. And so then it ends up <laughs> falling apart at the end because they didn't just say what it was from the beginning. Or he just pushes too hard on some people. So that's on me. It's not that it's on you. But in my mind, I have to, from I from the get. So I got forecast a, in my mind. No, no, no. I got a they tell me that, but that's not what they're really gonna do. So if they say it's gonna be that, it's gonna really be more. So let's just stick with this. And I'm okay with paying. He's like, no, 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 no. See this. He he always pushes, and it's okay. He he's good at getting a lot out of people, but some people they don't live up to it, and then it drives me insane. It drives me insane. But the restaurant got done. And you say I like to spend. He says I like to spend too much money. Because it's like at the restaurant, for instance, I'm like, okay, let's just, okay, that needs to be changed. At least. Let's get the new here, new here, new here. Let's, you know, because we're going to be here for a minute. He's like, no, 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 no. We're going to work with this, make some more money on that. And then we're going to get this because they don't really need, I'm like, oh, God. Like, no, good example. Just- I'm going to give you a good example. The restaurant. There was some equipment there. So instead of buying all new equipment, let's make some money first. And then we'll change this stuff out. 
She, some, that she, shit she, cost she, us money because when we have to shut down and it no, caught backs us off all day and the, man, we should have replaced it in the first place and got the, what we oh, need. Like, stop. Let's just go. You know what I mean? Six months. Seven months. Seven months. Well, now yeah, seven, seven months. months. We're doing really good. That restaurant, I'm telling you, we've had some moments on that restaurant where he has drove me insane. But because he took the lead on the project. I try to let him make most of the decisions, even though in my mind, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> I'm a hater. That's all right. Yeah, I mean, it turns out good in the end, but it's just sometimes it's like too many moves to just get to which I'm just like, let's just go here. We're three years into this thing. And I pray that we spend our lifetime together because I want to be able to raise A's together. Now we're coming into a situation. um, My daughter didn't have her father in her life, really. Um, And now, you know, he wants to build that relationship. But my daughter has built up this wall. You know what I mean? I think for so many years of not having her dad in her life. And um, I don't want Ace to ever experience that. Yeah. You know? And I would love for our girls at this, especially at this stage, because now Riley's a teenager, Kayla's 21, and I want them to see like love work you know and I want it to work for them I hope they don't have to wait till they 37 like like me though no they should wait till they 37 why because I think you need life experiences before you get married I think that time matures you and helps you deal you know what I mean like I think you can get kind of stuck in your ways though a little bit as you get older yeah I think we're both kind of laid back, so it worked for us, and we're kind of cool and, you know, bending when mm. we need to bend. But I know there are a lot of things as people get older and more um, scorned in past relationships, you know, there are things that you take with you that you shouldn't necessarily take with you yeah I think my biggest thing I just I think it's the girls just showing them a positive male figure in the house you know um, somebody who's dependable somebody who's gonna be there someone who's just there and dependable you know what I mean mm-hmm. showing them that there's some good dudes out here you know what I mean you gotta but they have to take that risk and that chance and you have to and it's not easy, you know, it's work. And the thing is, I don't know, it's, we're, we're blessed. So it it comes a little easier when you, you know, when you're doing good, you know what I mean? Like we don't fight about money. We don't, a lot of the day-to-day stuff people have to deal with, we don't generally have to deal with. So I think that makes it a lot easier for us. Mm-hmm. Like we're not in New York and you gotta take the baby to the daycare, but you gotta go in the train and take it down. We don't have to deal with a lot of that stuff. So we're blessed in that. You know, in that way, but I just I wanna... think we like to have fun too. We're, I think we're very fun 
couple. And I hope they meet somebody they can have fun with.